another episode of A Visitor's Guide to Springfield, the podcast in which a super fan sits down to watch an episode of The Simpsons with a guy who's heard of the show. I'm Tyler Menger, super fan. I'm Greg Bach. I've heard of the show. Hi, Greg. Hey. <laughs> Greg's got his sleepies on today. I am a sleepy guy, but you know what, though? I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling well. Oh, whatever, teacher. <laughs> bring your world world knowledge in here to me. I don't don't need your school learning and your books. I'm gonna school you, my friend. You, I'm sure you will. So, uh, Greg, the episode that we watched today is our final episode of, of the show. One. We're done. The no, podcast done. is finished. Good night. Good oh, night. Oh my gosh! Simpsons was canceled after this episode. I'm sure there's some who probably say. <laughs> Um, but this is our first, first, first final episode. Yes, season, of a season. Yes, season one. It took us a long time to get to that sentence. I know. Yeah, and we kind of went about it in a backwards way too, because we started <laughs> we sta- with we started at the beginning. We started at the beginning, and then we hopped to the final episode of season one, <laughs> to which I'll never understand. No, I don't know why we did that. And then that'll we, never happen, people. And then we worked through them. In chronological order. Yeah. So we're finally finishing season one. Yes. I guess is the 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 thing I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and we watched Krusty Gets Busted. Mm-hmm. That did premiere on the 29th of April, 1990. Uh, interesting thing that happened on that day is that the final episode of the first season of The Simpsons premiered. Right. Yes. That that is a true thing that happened. Yes. I, I I'm really fond of this episode. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very I thought it was very fun and of the other episodes I've watched so far of the show with the guests mm-hmm. in what could be called like the golden age or whatever they want to refer to it. It reminded me a lot of those episodes because there's a lot of quickness, there was a lot of satire. Like it was satire heavy. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of great jokes. It was just, and, and it, it, I, li- I really liked it. Yeah. It was, a, it was one story all the way through. I'm going to say until I'm dead, I like one story. It, it, kind, it is one story, but it kind of, you get, you still get there in a weird way, which mm-hmm. is what people kind of end up liking about The Simpsons. So you start out where Homer's uh, sister-in-laws are going to come over to show the pictures of mm-hmm. the... Their trip to Mexico. Yeah, and then it ends Taco up... Taco platter. It, it ends up with Sideshow Bob... Spoiler alert. Sideshow Bob going to jail. So it is one story, but it is kind of a... a weird takes weird turns. And yeah. I, I enjoy that a lot. And I like it deals with the concept of celebrity and our need to build and then destroy. Yeah, tabloid culture. I mean, that is... And what's funny is is that it's... I'm sure, I mean, it's always been prevalent, but, at, you know, in 1990, I was very, very young. You were even younger, so mm-hmm. we probably didn't have a lot of knowledge of that kind of culture. But now, that is just, that is not, it's 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 not it's not even like a celebrity, which celebrity is, like, how many celebrities in a month are going to be put through that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an just, industry. It absolutely is. I mean, the paparazzi is far worse than it was then. I mean, the, the access is so much worse. I mean, it's funny, he... When when Homer comes home after the whole thing happens, he says the news because mm-hmm. that's the place where you're going to see the story. Whereas in today's culture, it's it would have been on it would have been online within ten minutes of it happening. And it's literally also the TV show after the news, an entire TV TMZ. Yeah, is a whole TV show after the news yeah. every night. 
All we're doing is humiliating celebrities for our own liking. Right, yeah. I have to imagine in 1990 it was like the National Enquirer and maybe one or two TV shows. I mean, like... E.T., like Yeah, Entertainment Tonight, but that was more about the glamorous side of it. They didn't really... Hollywood was still Hollywood. Hollywood... Was was there Hollywood Inside, I think? Inside Inside Hollywood? Inside Access? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) No one even knows. I was too busy not watching The Simpsons. Well, I was too busy not knowing what Inside Access is. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I mean, it, it really... The, you know, without having to go over like a big long, I mean, the, the basic premise is uh, the convenience store is robbed. Everyone sees it's crusty because right. crusty's on the camera. And it looks like crusty. And everyone, and, and everyone believes it. And Homer is the star witness, points him out and says it was crusty. Mm-hmm. We see crusty without the makeup on. We see him with his real quote unquote voice. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see him looks like Homer with blue hair, which then Tyler said to me that there is a theory, I guess, that is, crusty is homie. Yeah, there's a theory that Krusty and Homer... I can't even say it. ...are the same... Krusty is homie. Cruster is homie. Right. <gasps> there's a theory that they're the same person. They look quite a bit alike. Um, the only, you know, especially when Krusty's not wearing his makeup, the only yeah. real difference is the hair. Um, and, gosh, I'm tr- I'm just trying to think what else I've heard about this theory. So the theory is you never, aside from that one episode, you never see them in the same place at the same time. Which I guess because of the, I guess because of that episode, it really shoots that theory in the foot. Right. So that theory is not even a theory. It's in not the, even a hypothesis. Shoots it in the tiny little foot. It's barely a thought. So everybody out there <laughs> in conspiracy theory land, you're wrong. Right. And shut up. Since, yeah, exactly. So I guess the theory is really grounded in the fact that Homer wants Bart to like him. And yeah. so he dresses up as Krusty. But clearly, that's a dumb theory. I think it's a dumb theory. Dumb theories with Greg and Tyler. Pew, pew. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we, we see, I mean, that's the basic premise, and then, and then uh, Krusty gets thrown to jail, mm-hmm. and Sideshow Bob, yep. Sideshow Bob Sideshow takes Bob. over. And actually introduces a, a version of a TV show that I would probably watch. I like the fact that <laughs> I like the intellectual fa- children's show. Yeah, I, I really I thought that was kind of fun, and I was like, let's watch a little more of the House of Whimsy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but everyone buys into it. I mean, they, they I mean like it is crusty, crusty, crusty. He gets busted. Sideshow Bob takes over and is as if the kids were almost like someone snapped their fingers and they forgot Krusty the Clown. He went right for Sideshow Bob. All but Bart. All but Bart. And what I thought was funny, too, is that Lisa not only bought in, mm-hmm. but she was also like it was like she's working for the Sideshow she Bob industry. It. Yeah. She's like, just buy in. Just just give in. <laughs> and and he and he wasn't and, and Bart wasn't having it. Well, Lisa being an intellectual, she wouldn't. Gravitate towards, but she was reading helping, the man in the iron. But mask. she was, but she was helping out. She was helping with the case, and she brought up. Some, she was the one who brought up all the points. You know, the pacemaker, right. the reading. You know, those are the things. Like, but then when she just kind of threw them all aside because she got some free tickets to her show. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also, it, it really gave an, a sense of like what the industry does too. It has this great property. Mm-hmm. It falls, throw it away, forget it ever happens, and then find the next big thing, and then turn that into the replacement. Right, and let's and pretend so, it, it never ever happened in the right. first place. Yeah, it's it's such like it. It's a snake eating its own tail. Mm-hmm. It, you know, pick a story, destroy a person, drop them. Yep. Wait for them to build themselves back up just enough to do that again to them. Yeah, and we're and we're also we're also a society of comebacks. It's weird because we. 
we crave a comeback. We crave we crave the we crave the all American story, which is you claw your way to the top, and then we crave for them to fall, mm-hmm. and then they fall. Mm-hmm. And then we love it when they come back, and we're almost proud of them as if we forget that we were the ones who helped destroy them. Yeah. It's uh, like uh, Rocky, right? That happened in Rocky. Just like he gets, he loses his fight, first fight, or there's, I, I, there's, a, there's a film, like, I don't want to say theory again, but there's a film pattern that you can see it in major films with like 40 minutes in mm-hmm. the main character something bad will happen oh to that's that, i mean that's actually it's if you pattern. watch if you watch any behind the music it's mm-hmm. true they've actually said this the first 20 minutes are the story Making the second it. 20 minutes are the downfall mm-hmm. and the third 20 minutes is the rebuild yep and the rebuild is always is always less appealing because what it is is just saying how they got off drugs or got back together or recorded a new record, a record that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always those that first 40 minutes we're really interested in because those are the ones we know. We don't really care that Poison's playing the county fair this year. <laughs> I mean, we're happy for him, but we don't care. Uh, but, yeah, we're... I'm we're, not sure I'm either. <laughs> hey, you know, guys got to work. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it really... It really that that episode is timeless in my opinion. That episode could yeah. be that episode could play now, and with the exception of maybe some more up to date references, it would totally play in today's society mm-hmm. to the point where it would be a little hard to watch almost because I, I, they would probably pick something even closer to home for us. I mean, like right now we're right now we're doing that with Donald Trump. We like we love to hate him. We're watching him rise. All we want to do is see him fall, and when he does, we're just going to enjoy it so much. Yep. He hasn't yet, but still, that's what Fingers we're doing. Crossed. You know, uh, I mean that's 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 how we roll. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very true and 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 sad uh, that that's how our entertainment industry gets its rocks off or whatever. But I I. I I also like to think of this episode as a real testament to Bart's being a fanboy. Yeah. Uh, Bart loves Krusty, and mm-hmm. he never doubts Krusty. So that that's good to see, too, I think. Yeah. Um, I think uh, <laughs> there were a couple points that stood out for me, and the first, first of which being um, when he is so sure that he uh, is right and Krusty hasn't done anything wrong, he admits to Lisa that she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa loves it. Just that, yeah. She eats it up. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this episode also sets up some, like, Simpsons canon for us. Uh, I guess something you don't know about, but I'm sure some of the listeners do. Uh, Bart and uh, Sideshow Bob will eventually come to have a big um, rivalry. They're, they're nemeses. Nemesi? So they're nem- they're each other's nemesis. Right. So uh, Sideshow Bob vows eventually to make sure to kill Bart. Boy, that's not dark. Because of this. Yeah, there were a couple dark spots in this uh, in this episode. Did you notice what Krusty said at the very beginning? Uh, no. It was, uh, what? <laughs> he's like, hello, kids. What are we going to do if 
Um, they ever take Krusty off air and all the oh, kids yeah, go, yeah, we'll kill, kill ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need more gunpowder. <laughs> yeah. And if you get caught, whoop, I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't do it. Which... Did, you, did, you ever, did you ever hear uh, Soupy Sales? You know who Soupy Sales is? I know who Soupy Sales is. He's a comedian is. from a long time ago. Yeah, Catskills guy, right? Well, Catskills guy, and then yeah, he had his own TV show. Right. His, his, sons Hunt, his sons Hunt and Tony were bass and drummers played with David Bowie, things like that, so oh, cool. it was really cool. But Soupy had his own show back in the day, and at one point, and this is a big controversy, mm-hmm. at one point he told all the kids to go into their parents' bedroom, take a dollar, and send it to him, and they did. I heard that. He got into so much trouble for that. <laughs> that is the absolute, that's how stupid kids are. Yeah. I said it. Soupy Sales, secret genius. Soupy Sales, taking taking advantage of stupid kids. How much money did he make? Well, back in those days, he probably got like $100, but back then it was like a million dollars. That's true. So, back but, when people were named Soupy. Exactly. <laughs> Soupy is such uh, a good name. But yeah, I mean, that's that. But that's how kids are. I mean, I was like that. You know, like, send us something. Send us a letter. We'll send you something back or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. I mean, kids are so impressionable and... And now, did you, ever, did you ever do that? Do what? Like send us a dollar, we'll send you something back. No, that type no. of thing. Even like I, other than say like you know like you go to, like there's magazines where you like oh send us twelve bucks and we'll send you a t-shirt. Yeah, you know, or like, like the X-ray specs. Or exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. I did the X-ray specs. I think I did that, and I think I may have gotten a joy buzzer. Cool. But yeah, I never, I never went deep. But I mean, that's. That is right to work. And now it's even more so because all kids have to do is go on their smartphone on right. their website and click something. Yeah. And granted, they might not have a debit card, but... Pay-to-play games on yeah. smartphones. They, they, there have been cases where they've had, like, you know, parents will just hand their phones to a kid and let the kid play the game, but the kids will buy stuff, in-app yeah. purchases, that's what it's called, and yeah. they'll rank up, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's... Ugh. I need a TV show. Yeah, right? I we think should, I we should turn this into a TV show. I like your thinking, Gregory. Yeah, because then we get a lot of money. Yeah, we from... can tell kids to send us dollars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, besides, I mean, and honestly, all this stuff aside, too, there, I mean, there's some just great jokes in it, too. It's, and it's, like, really quick and real just rich. And you see, you see them becoming self-aware. Yeah. I think the definitive joke for that them becoming self-aware is Lisa uh, Marge walks in and is like I don't get this and Lisa yep. says if cartoons were meant for adults they would put them on prime time and you're like whoa yeah. and and America's brains exploded when that happened I think in <laughs> 1990 <laughs> um, yeah so really quick writing really mm-hmm. solid writing uh, in this uh, episode and they're becoming self-aware and Good story, feel good ending. I was happy with that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was. I. I. I go back to what you said. Is I really enjoyed the fact that it was Bart never losing faith. And I think that if he had lost faith at any point, it would have made it a bad. It would. It would. It would. Actually, I don't want to say it would have made. He would have lost his childhood. Well, not only that, but like it it just would have probably taken me out because there's no point for him to be the one thing that would lose faith. Even Homer, I think, had a hard time. Yeah. You know, he was, I mean, he was doing exactly what he was supposed to do as a witness and everything. And, you know, he saw what he saw and he didn't, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it just, for me, it was just, it was, it was a nice ending. It was a, it was, 
It was also like a like an a law a law episode. You know, I like those. And granted, the, the 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 facts of the case take up probably thirty five to forty five seconds of the yeah. episode, but still, I like the fact that it was based on like a, a trial. Yeah. The Glum, Law and Order of the Simpsons. Glum, glum. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, this was a good one. And I think I think this one is where the show might be headed mm-hmm. based on what I've seen so far yeah. for, like, the, the strength of the writing. Without a doubt, that is exactly, I think, where the show is headed. And then eventually down into a fiery pit of crud. As most fans tell me, settle down, Greg. I'm just. I'm, it's stale, good. I'm. I'm not going to debate those facts. I can't debate you, so that's true. You can't. I'm just going to assure you, it's always going to be. Hey, you know. <laughs> and you know what? And that's and that's you know that's something that I think that's good about you that you're like the Bart Simpson of this podcast. You're like the Bart oh, Simpson of the Simpsons. Thank you. Because you you hold on to the faith of of the show. I and do. Mm-hmm. You have every reason to, and and you hold on to the faith of a show that is highly marketed. And has a lot of toys. Yeah, that's true. I need more toys, I think, is is what we're coming out of this. So kids, go to your wallet, send Tyler some money so he can buy yet another Lego set. Yeah, exactly. I'm saving up for the Quickie Mart. It's going to happen. Um, Quickie Mart. Oh, God. But, I, I can't. I can't. A poo is just so hard to listen to. Yeah, it's he so is. hard to listen to. He, it, it's knowing that it's Hank Azaria. It's, it's knowing, no, it's knowing that it's just knowing that they said yes. Let's just make him the absolute stereotype. Yeah, because then when I hear him, I hear the characters from Encino Man talking about wheezing the juice. Like I just think of every horrible stereotype. And I know people are going to be like, shut up. I don't care. This is my show. You can it's listen show. to me. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the microphone's pointing at me. Um, <laughs> it's just so hard to listen to. It just is. You know, honestly, actually, what was interesting, too, about, about Apu's portion of this episode was that after Krusty was busted, he became the keeper of the gun side of the argument, which was... I need to be safe. I have to have a gun. Yeah. He there's that magazine cover that said 357, the clown killer. Mm-hmm. And then he like when the kids come in to do the investigating, he said, you know, I will blow, blow your head. I'll blow your heads yeah. off. Yeah. And that too is that that is such an extreme. It's such an extreme point of view to have, and I maybe that was how it was in, in that in that in those years. Once again, I was 12, but now I mean that just seems like that's where it's like. Have you been violated in some way? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not only a gun is the answer, but an all-encompassing total devotion to the idea of violence as a as a reaction mm-hmm. is the way for you to go. Yeah. And Apu totally buys into it, sort of. Yeah. Like he's afraid to use it, but then like you know he'll threaten to kill you at every stop. Yeah. So that for me was interesting too. I I think Apu. Uh, in theory, you don't want to like Apu because of, you know, Hank Azaria is doing this, like, racist voice. Yes, it's racist. And uh, especially in, uh, also in this episode, he, you know, he is he is such almost a, not a flip-flopper, but he's, you know, goes to this violent extreme of I'm going to have a bunch of guns now. So you don't, in theory, you don't really want to like Apu, but as the series grows, goes on, I think you'll grow to appreciate at least the character of Apu. I have no doubt that the character of Apu is probably a nice guy. It's just, it's, it's just the, 
it's just what it is. I mean, I mean, I, understand, I, I, think, yeah. I think I think even if you disagree, you have to understand the problems that a lot of people, including myself, have with a character like that. Oh, I, I, I totally mean, agree with you on the problems. Um, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, I think it was a bad choice. Um, but we're also talking 1990. That is a not a defense of it, but also it's just the thought of, you know, th- that machine that is the production machine mm-hmm. doesn't believe that people are people. I mean, we look yeah. at, we look at the, I mean, I mean, you're still getting to this day how we look at people of color and say, eh, not really people in, in this sense because it's a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think. I, I brought it down. No, no. The, the thing is that I, I want to come to Apu's defense because at this point he, he feels like an actual person to me. Yeah. Um, but I totally understand you the s- problems with, yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. You, you've grown up with him and you see yeah. him as a rounded character. Yeah. And I, and I totally get that. But you also see the other I side. I also of it see too. the other side. Big so time, yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, I mean, if you didn't see the other side, I'd be like, we have a problem here. Uh, but it's just, I guess, and and for me, I'll just have to swallow it down because that's just what it yeah. is. There's no changing the character. But also, I just liked the part he played in this episode, which was total reactionary. Dunce. And and I don't, I you know, I would love to, I would love to have someone sitting here who was our age then to tell us if that was the the belief. And I don't think it was. I don't feel like it was. I don't feel like we were, we're we weren't as gun crazy as we are now. No, in, in fact, I think even politicians at that point were a little more understanding of both sides. Things weren't so polarized, yeah. I don't think. I, oh, not at all. I mean, you look back at uh, debates against Bush and Reagan, right? The no, first no. Bush? Well, wait, we back, back, in the, back in the 70s? No, 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 no. I'm thinking George Bush Sr. and who did he debate? As vice president, he would yeah. have de- he would have debated uh, uh, Geraldine Ferraro oh, maybe in 1984. For some reason, I'm I'm thinking of a video, and I can find it and we can post it. Um, but it's it's I want to say Reagan and Bush debating on what to do with immigrants. Oh, you, what you're talking about is there was a video that was just posted yeah. of both of them speaking at different times on the subject of immigration, oh, right. which was saying we need to give them a legal pathway to become citizens and, and contributors to this in a human, human way. way. <laughs> and now no. those men are communists. Yeah, now we so, yeah, I mean, I, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I just, I would, that goes more to the, that goes even further to my point that this episode to me is evergreen. Yeah. And sadly, sadly it's evergreen. Oh, yeah. So, uh Happy end of first season, everybody. <laughs> well, there's a couple uh, more little points of canon that I'd like to fire off. Hey, I'm, I'm done. Fire the cannon. Can we add a cannon noise? You guys can't see what I'm doing right now to Tyler, but it's not PG-13. It is. Add more gunpowder. We'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this episode is the first speaking role of Sideshow Bob, which is exciting. Um, Sideshow Bob was originally supposed to be um, voiced by James Earl Jones. Um, for real? For real. Wouldn't that have been crazy? Oh God. And the producers... The only thing better than that would have been Morgan Freeman. Yeah. The producers decided to change it to Kelsey Grammer and... I like Kelsey Grammer in this role. 
you know, I mean, I, I, I can't say anything to the... Like, no one can say because we don't know what it, Sideshow Bob would sound like with James Earl Jones. We mm-hmm. don't have that as a reference point. Right. And Kelsey Grammer has a great voice. He has a great voice. voice. His but singing sti- in this episode But still, great. it was really a singing because I wasn't sure. I, I think it was. Okay, because he was... Okay. I like to think it was. But just that the thought of that, that, that silky, silky smooth James, voice. James Earl Jones has a great voice. We did get a little bit of James Earl Jones, the, the J.E.J. in uh, Treehouse of Horror 5. Jidge. 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 My name is Jidge. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's an int- I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, that's an interesting piece of trivia. Yep. Also, Ken Brockman's first episode. Ken Bro- Yeah. Uh, that was funny, too, for some reason. The, the, the line Emmy Award winning... I don't know why. When whenever local TV stations, and I know it's a huge deal, and I'm not grudging <laughs> anybody, but for some reason, when local stations say we're Emmy award winning, I don't know why it's funny to me, but it's always funny. There's two reasons why. One, it just sounds funny uh, to hear Emmy award winning, and then your local anchor's name. Channel six. But also, <laughs> local Emmy awards are smaller. I've seen local oh, Emmy. Really? They're smaller awards. Oh. <laughs> As if to say, yeah, settle down. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's so. That's super silly. That they're little. <laughs> I mean, I don't have one. I'm not going to say that no, I. But someday. Yeah, someday. Best podcast. Best podcast ever. Um, I think. I think that's uh, all I got for this episode. That's as all the far canon-y? as canon, I have. Uh, I really like. This is probably one of my favorite episodes in season one and frankly there's probably a ton of things are missing too because i know that i mean this episode was chock full of great things it's just Mm -hmm. great jokes and um we'll never come back to it i will say and and i'm excited to announce something you're pregnant no okay i started rewatching frazier (laughs) yes i i watched the pilot um in a couple episodes yesterday and holds up Oh, wow. Frasier cast. I started watching Empire. Oh, really? That is, that is a, that I is heard a it's good. fantacular show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should check it out. We're not sponsored by Frasier, Empire, or The Simpsons, so. No, but you can check out our special spinoff podcast. A Visitor's uh, Guide to. To Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. And then A Visitor's Guide to the Nakatomi Building. Ooh. Yes. Because we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I'm saying this right now, we're going to watch Die Hard and we're going to do a special episode where okay. we talk about Die Hard. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So uh, before we get out of here, let's say some uh, things real quick here. Uh, first of all, let's just say a big thank you to Blurry Photos, Dave Stecco and David Flora for having us on their Bullstone episode. Yeah, thanks guys. You should check out Blurry Photos. It is a great podcast if you like The Unexplained, if you like conspiracy theories, if you just love... Two guys getting together, talking about fun stuff, debunking the, the the living snot out of it. You will love that show. And we were on the last episode, and we had a really good time in Chicago. And I uh, want to also thank David Flora for being on our episode for Treehouse of Horror 5. Yeah, our first Treehouse of Horror. Uh, I listened to that episode, and I laughed at things I said, and I'm not a fan of me. Right. So, neither, neither are the rest of us. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we'd also like to say a big thank you to Milwaukee Magazine for... Uh, giving us a shout out on their latest issue. Yeah, that's I mean that cool. was out of nowhere. Thanks for thanks to Jacob Bach for telling us. Right. Yeah. Because God knows I don't read magazines. Uh, Did I just insult the magazine that helped us? No, we. You just um, insulted myself. You're not a reader. No, like I'm illiterate. 
Alliterate. Like Krusty. So, yeah. But thank you, Milwaukee Magazine, for giving us that shout-out. We really appreciate very that, Very nice too. of you. And to the person, I'm, I'm saying a lot of thank yous today because I'm very, very, very... You know what I'm going to do? We're going to do... I want to send a thank you to the person who tweeted at us uh, for, you know, you were having yourself a, a, a panic attack. Uh, we got a, I got a tweet the other day saying that they, they were having a panic attack and... Um, yeah. The show held them out, helped them relax. That we, was really nice. That was. That was really cool. I'm not going to say names because, frankly, that's personal, and right. I don't want to put that out there. So you know who you are, and you're very wonderful. Keep listening. Keep breathing deep. We've all been there. You're loved. Yeah. Um, how about a big thank you to Attic Stein and... No, I'm, frankly, I'm over Attic. Oh, that's not cool, man. Even less a fan of Josh Sullivan. Josh Sullivan's the best. What are you talking about? I'm you, kidding. You should check out his artwork at Josh, Josh Comics. Yes. <laughs> you can find him at Josh Comic on uh, on Tumblr. You can uh, follow him on Instagram. He's putting out cool stuff. He put out a Deadpool thing that was so neat. He also did yeah. one of uh, Bart and... Millhouse. Millhouse. Yeah, he's put out a couple new Simpsons yeah. things. And, and, and the fish. He had a fish one with all these eyes. The the the, the Oh, yeah. Blinky. Blinky with, like... 30 eyes. Oh, did we? We watched that episode, didn't we? We did not watch. No, oh, I no, thought we were watching That's that a season two episode. Ooh. Why don't we release that image with that episode? Let's do that later when we get into season two. Because season two is next. Season two is next, y'all. Uh, 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 so if you want to find either one of us online, just look up our names while Tyler beatboxes and I rap the endings. Okay, we're going to get out of here because we're going really long. One word, Greg. End on it. Kevlar. Thank you.